News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. Jim Jordan's speaker bid may be in big trouble. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the latest. The first round vote was an unmistakable rebuff. He lost much worse than Kevin McCarthy did in his voting rounds. He will need to flip 16 votes to gain the gavel, and a second round has been scheduled for 11 o'clock Washington time this morning. Jordan has been working the phones, but the objections being expressed are the fears of how he will govern and ties with Donald Trump. As well, some members who voted for him on the first round only agreed on that one ballot. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. President Biden's trip to Israel and Jordan has begun to unravel. An explosion at a Gaza hospital left hundreds of people dead. Arab leaders have pulled out of a meeting that was planned for the trip. Gaza authorities say that it was an Israel airstrike. Israel pointed the finger at a failed missile from the group Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Meantime, the White House is eyeing a sizable package to help support Israel in the wake of the Hamas attacks. We get the story from Bloomberg's Erica Herskowitz. President Biden is reportedly considering a supplemental request of approximately $100 billion that would include defense assistance for Israel and Ukraine alongside border security funding and aid to nations in the Indo-Pacific, including Taiwan. The comprehensive package seeks to leverage broad bipartisan support for Israel in the wake of the Hamas attacks to help ease passage of aid for Ukraine, which has struggled to earn the favor of House Republicans. The inclusion of border security funding may also help garner support from Republicans who have long linked additional foreign assistance to addressing an influx of migrants in the U.S. Bloomberg's Erica Herskowitz. Well, it's another day of mostly solid earnings for the big Wall Street banks. Traders at Bank of America had their best quarter in at least a decade, and net interest income came in better than expected. Goldman Sachs traders also beat expectations. However, real estate losses rose for a second straight quarter. Bloomberg's Sri Natarajan says it's another quarter of transition for Goldman. We talked about the second quarter for Goldman Sachs being a kitchen sink quarter. They are doing the strategy pivot. They owned up to their mistake with the consumer banking foray and lopped in a lot of the losses and the hits from <coughs> backing out of that in the second quarter. Some of it is reflected in the third quarter as well, but a lot of the losses are also just straight tied up to the real estate market and also the fact that the investment banking market remains sluggish. That's what's driving Profits down 33%. Sri Nataranjan. Morgan Stanley is scheduled to report earnings tomorrow. China's economy recovered further in the third quarter, GDP increasing 4.9% from a year ago, stronger than the estimate of 4.5%. The government stepped up support to boost growth and consumer spending picked up. In the meantime, industrial production was up 4.5% year-on-year in the latest month, and that was slightly better than expected, and retail sales were up 5.5%. That was a more sizable beat. The U.S. is restricting the sale of chips made by NVIDIA designed specifically for the China market. It's part of a sweeping new update to export curbs designed to block China's access to high technology. Here's Bloomberg's Ed Ludlow. In the NVIDIA context, remember how important China is. In the last earnings call, NVIDIA stated that in the data center context, China was 20 to 25 percent of sales within the historical range. NVIDIA has issued us a statement saying that it it complies with any uh, regulation or export requirements. But here's the key point. We don't expect a near-term meaningful impact on our financial results. Bloomberg's Ed Ludlow. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg.
From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.